Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Today our first scripture comes from Psalm 105, verses 1 to 6 and 16 to 22. O God, thanks to the Lord, call his name, make known his deed among the peoples. Sing to him, sing praises to him, tell of all his wonderful works. Glory in his holy name, let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Seek the Lord in his strength, seek his presence continually. Remind the wonderful works he has done, his miracles and the judgments he uttered. O offspring of his servant Abram, children of Abraham, his chosen ones, when he summoned famine against the land and broke every staff of bread, he had sent a man ahead of him, Joseph, who was sold as a slave. His feet were hurt with fetters, his neck was put in a collar of iron, until what he said came to pass, the word of the Lord kept testing him. The king sent and released him, the ruler of the people set him free. He made him lord of his house and ruler of all his possessions, to instruct officials at his pleasure and to teach his elders wisdom. This is the word of the Lord. Our second scripture reading this morning is the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 14, verses 22 through 33. Hear the word of the Lord. Immediately he made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But by this time, the boat, battered by the waves, was far from the land, for the wind was against them. And early in the morning, he came walking toward them on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them and said, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat, started walking on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he noticed the strong wind, he became frightened. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him, saying to him, You of little faith, why did you doubt? When they got into the boat, the wind ceased, and those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. This is the word of God for the people of God. The events that happened yesterday are weighing heavy on my heart. Hear me talk to the kids about having faith. Having faith that if Jesus calls you out of the boat onto those rough seas, that he will be there for you, that he will protect you, that he will save you. Well, I'm sure there's a lot of people down in Charles, Charlottesville not feeling that right now. For those that didn't know, there was a protest down there yesterday where people were just saying hateful things. There's a right to protest. I have no problems with people protesting about something they don't believe in. And I do, I believe in that, the First Amendment. Believe with all my heart, mind, and soul. But there was hate down there. There was hate. And when I woke up this morning, I realized I can't 
I, I can't, I can preach on the, the, what Peter said and what Jesus said. I can do that. I have no problem doing that, and I can bring that right into what happened yesterday. But the text that kept going through my mind when I woke up this morning is a different one. And it's actually next week's text. I didn't know that, but it's next week's text in the lectionary. And it comes from Matthew 15, 10 to 14, and it goes like this. Jesus called the crowd to him and said to them, listen and understand. It is not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but what comes out of the mouth that defiles. Then the disciples approached and said to him, do you know that the Pharisees took offense when they heard what you said? And he answered, every plant that my heavenly father has planted will, will be uprooted. Let them alone. They are blind guides of the blind. And if one blind person guides another, both will fall into a pit. That's the scripture that I woke up to in my head today because of everything that had happened yesterday. The hate, the words that were spewed down there on Friday night and Saturday, it was just pure hate. It goes against everything that we believe. God's greatest commandment, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all of your mind and all your soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. Love your strain, love the stranger. Instead, we have somebody taking a car and going through a crowd of people. It's pure hate. Because this person thought that these people weren't as important as what they thought. People can get along and they can still disagree. When Peter yelled to Jesus, if you want me to walk on this water, I will, just call me. And Jesus said, come to me. Peter jumped out of that boat and he had that faith. He jumped out of the boat into that stormy water. But then doubt went through his head. Doubt went through his head and he began to sink. But Jesus was still there. Jesus was still there to lift him up into safety. But Jesus says, you of little faith, why did you not believe? Why do we sometimes not believe? And when I was reading through the song this morning, because I came up here to, to read the words, it's so fitting that she sang this song today. Who knew? God is working in mysterious ways in this just is another way to prove it. Some of the words that she sang were the world's gone crazy and it's hard to believe that tomorrow will be better than today, but believe it anyway. We have to believe that tomorrow will be better. We have to believe that today will be better than it was yesterday. If we lose that faith that the next day will be better, what do we have? What do we have? The next verse was, you can love someone with all of your heart for all the right reasons. And in the moment, they can choose to walk away. And it says to love them anyway. They can choose. There's that free will again. We have the right to choose what we want to do. We have the right to choose what we want to believe. But there is nothing in there that says we have the right to choose to hurt another individual. There's nothing, there's nothing in the Bible that says we can do that. There's nothing in God's word that gives us permission to hurt our neighbor, to hurt the stranger. How do we continue to believe that we know that Jesus is going to be there to protect us, to take us out of the storm? 
when the storms just keep coming and coming and coming. There has been so much rhetoric in the news lately that I don't know about you, but I'm pretty scared about what's going to go on tomorrow or the next day. And then to top it all off, you actually see actions happening that make that doubt even more. Now, I do believe that God will be there for us during those storms in our lives. But I also believe that right now God is crying just as we are. I think God is frustrated. I think God is angry that some of his children were taken, innocent children were taken from this world. There is nothing in the word of God, nothing in the word of God that gives us permission to hurt another human being. Not with our words, not with our actions, not with our thoughts, nothing. The song anyway said you need to, to keep singing, you need to keep dreaming, dreaming, you need to keep forgiving. How many times do we have to keep forgiving because somebody does something bad? Forgiveness is the hardest thing for us to do, and yet it, we keep getting tested almost to other individuals. We have to forgive them. But how do we keep forgiving? And maybe we're on the end of those words. How do we forgive somebody that's doing that to us? How do we continually be in a state of forgiveness? Yet that does say in the Bible that we are to do that. We are to forgive. That is in the word, not to spew hate, but to forgive, to believe, to know that God will be with us every step and every moment of our lives. My heart is heavy for what happened yesterday. My heart is heavy because I'm afraid it's going to happen again and again and again because these people are spewing hate, though they think they're doing it for God sometimes. God is merciful. God gives grace. But I believe God is crying right now, just as those families are down in Charlottesville that lost loved ones or ones that are hurt ones that were on the end of the hatred. There was a thing in the, the psalm that Jody read, seek the Lord and his strength and seek his presence continually. My hope is that the people that were down there were doing that and were living that. There was a lot of clergy down there yesterday. Clergy just for peace, just trying to say, we need to have peace. And again, they, they got things thrown at them, full bottles of stuff thrown at them, because all they want is peace. They want everybody to get along. They want to be able to live together in that new creation that we heard about in Isaiah 65, that new creation where the wolf and the lamb feed together. They are complete opposites, but they can still get along. Even though they may disagree, they can still get along. Competition isn't a bad thing. 
Having difference of opinions isn't a bad thing. But when we think one is better than the other, and you discount what the other is, there we become, that's when we get in trouble. God made us in God's image. And I'm not sure the majority of humanity is living up to that. I believe a good portion are, but there are that, those few that just think they are better. They are better than God sometimes. They know better. They're going to take control when we know that God is in control of everything, where we are to give everything up to God. It's almost like they're trying to take it away. If you read online, there were all kinds of stories about what happened yesterday. All kinds of stories. Well, all I know is what I saw. All I know is what I heard from people's lips and from their own voices. They were scared. They had fear. They were frightened. And I'm sure some of them called out for God to be there for them. They said, Jesus, save me. And there is no doubt in my mind that Jesus wrapped his loving arms around each and every one of them and pulled them out of those stormy waters. But what about today? What about tomorrow? In all of our craziness, this world has gone crazy. We have a little bit of sanity here in Milford and Alexandria and Holland and stuff, a little bit. But as the world as a whole, it's gone crazy. I'm going to end this with a prayer that a seminarian wrote. All the craziness down in Charlottesville. It was a seminarian, Lauren Grubal. So let us pray. To the God whom we have forgotten, to the God who is not male and is not white, to the God who takes no pleasure in violence, to the God who is love, to the God who is tender-hearted and warm embrace, to the God who is not deaf to his children's cries and is moved to tears by their suffering, to the God whose law is love of neighbor, hospitality for the stranger, care for the weak, to the God whose touch is healing, whose gaze is compassion, whose way is loving kindness, to the God who is justice, to the God who tramples fear and hatred under his feet, to the God who convicts our hearts, stirs our spirits, transforms our minds, to the God who reveals in the joyful dance of community, invites us to do the same. Our memory is short, our failure to remember the sins of our ancestors, our aversion to repentance, our refusal to make reparations is killing us. Our souls are wasting away, a black, a brown, a female, a queer, a trans, a Muslim, different abled bodies are dying every day. So many. O oh God, whom we have forgotten. We do not even know how to call on your name. We have not seen you in the faces of our sisters and our brothers. We have not felt you in the pain of our neighbors, our strangers, friends, and enemies. 
O God, whom we have forgotten, do not let our imaginations be infiltrated by warmongering forces of violence. Do not let our spirits be colonized by the depressing fear of our oppressors. Transform our minds that do not know how to think of you. Existing without these heavy chains we have placed on ourselves and on each other. Amen and amen. Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was concerned to the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He ascended into hell, and on the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven 
and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, and the life everlasting. Amen. As we leave this place, know that God is with us. God wants us to jump out of the boat and have complete faith in him that he will be there for us. We just need to believe. We need to have our faith grow more and more every day. So just believe. And may the shalom of God, the love, compassion of Christ, and the power of the Holy Spirit be with us all.